Section 336. The next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Hey, 336ers. It's Tuesday, July 9th. I'm trying something a little new and different on this one as we are still developing the show. So I'm going to try doing this one in two segments. I do want to talk about the Home Run Derby last night because that was fun. It's amazing how much better the Home Run Derby is over any of the skills contests that the NFL or the NBA does. So we'll talk to that about that in segment two. But I thought it'd be fun to kind of look back, look first at the Orioles' schedule. Well, not their schedule, but their record. They were 27-62 and 62 through the first 89 games of the season. And now this is like the unofficial halfway part. So I want to hope and maybe you guys can give me some feedback. What do you expect from the Orioles for the rest of the season? Do you think they have 27 more wins in themselves to get up to 54? Or do you think we're looking at a worse second half than a first half? Just go ahead and send me some feedback through Anchor or hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you think. Continue to spread the word like you guys have been doing. It's been great to see the numbers slowly go up, especially when the Orioles suck real bad. I hope that means that you're still enjoying this little show. Um, As you know, I'm down in Florida all by myself, waiting, working, which gives me a lot of free time on the weekends and the uh, evenings. And I, so I thought I'd share with you guys that I've been, I bought an Xbox One uh, from GameStop, but I'm too cheap. I don't want to buy games. So I was able to download games that I had bought years ago for it. And one of those games is RBI, but it's RBI Baseball number 15. And I know this music is from the one when we were kids, but it still will always be the RBI music to me. So I've been playing RBI 15 And I've been enjoying it a lot because I don't know if you play MLB The Show or anything with the Orioles this year. They're a really bad team. But I went back to MLB 15 or whatever this is, RBI 15, and that means you're playing with the team from 2014, 2015 because I said do not update the rosters because I don't want to know. I want to go with this. And I thought it'd be a little fun. Can you name the starting rotation in this game? I'll give you a moment. So 2014-2015 offseason would be when this game was made. All right, so our rotation. Chris Tillman, Winyan Chen, Bud Norris, Miguel Gonzalez, and Kevin Gaussman. Now, it's a little tricky because they also have Ubaldo Jimenez who works his way in and out of that. They've got him put in the pen in this case. But you got Darren O'Day and Zach Britton, Tommy Hunter all in the pen. Don't you really wish we had that rotation now? I mean, that's when the Orioles were <laughs> kind of fun, and that rotation was fun, and that rotation was one that you could trust in. But how about the lineup? 2014-2015, this is, I'll give you a hint. Chris Davis is not in the lineup because when this game came out, he is still dealing with his uh, drug suspension. So can you name the lineup? Now, the order here doesn't matter, but how about left field? Who do you think's in left field? Do you remember Alejandra Diaz? Third base, clearly it's Manny Machado. Center field, you know it's Adam Jones. First base, who played first base while Chris Davis was out? Steve Pierce. Shortstops, J.J. Hardy, you should have got that. Catcher, you should have got his Matt Weeders. 
They've got the DH as Caleb Joseph. You should have knew he was on the team. How about in right field? Do you remember who is in right field? Travis Snyder. Do you remember his, his uh, nickname? Lunchbox. And then at second place, you had Jonathan Scope. On the bench for this game, we get Ryan Flaherty, <laughs> David Lowe, and Delman Young. And what's fun is those are all names that you guys know. And for the most part, those are guys who contributed to winning baseball in Baltimore. So it's a lot of fun to go back and play that game. I wonder at what point we're going to have names like that back in Baltimore. And if there's any guys on the team now who will be that names. Is John Means, as like Kevin Galsman, who then moved his way up to be our number one, is that going to be John Means' role? I don't know if Kevin Galsman was ever truly our number one, but I believe he did get an opening day start. But is that John Means? Does John Means get the opening day start next year? Can he continue what he's done this year to really be a guy in this uh, rotation that's going to lead us? There's a fun story going around yesterday with the All-Star Game festivities about how last season, I guess John Means was considering leaving baseball because he wasn't getting out of the minors. And now here he is in the All-Star Game. That's a great story. And that's what's neat about the baseball All-Star Game. There's always a good story from the home run derby of who's pitching to their players. You think back to Bryce Harper and his dad throwing to him. There's always fun things where they're bringing in old Little League coaches or uh, brothers, cousins, family members. Uh, clearly, the answer that no one went with this year would have been to bring in Mike Wright or other uh, pitchers who did not make it as Orioles because they were giving up too many dongs. But let's, uh, let's take a break here, and then I will come back and we'll talk about the Home Run Derby. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's now the home for Section 336, 336 Daily, and Film Study with Ken McCusick because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you want in one place. You can record and edit on the website or the app. If you don't know what you're doing with audio, no problem. And they take care of the distribution. They get you onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Spotify, all that stuff. And again, they'll help you monetize it with little ads like this. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. All right, here we go. We got to talk about the Home Run Derby. Because, yeah, no Orioles were involved in it. But it was an exciting derby. And I was left at this point watching it where I was struggling the entire time I was watching it about the juiced balls. It was clear that the uh, ESPN announcers were told, don't bring up anything about juiced balls during the Home Run Derby. Just enjoy it because they never mentioned it, uh, even though it was a record amount of home runs. I mean, Vlad... Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., it's, that's going to be the story of this home run derby. Sure, Pete Alonso won it, and that was really cool, especially since it was his brother throwing to him, and he like announced ahead of time, I'm giving money to these charities if I want. So there's all those uh, feel-good stories that went along with uh, Pete Alonso winning, and that was fun, and it was it's fun to, to that Vlad went first and then he had to come back. But the story is that Vlad Guerrero hit 91 home runs. I mean, the final was fun, but that middle round when it was Vlad versus Jock Peterson and they went to a, a the three swing swing off twice, 
that's crazy. And even then, it was 40 to 39. I mean, that's when it got exciting. And that's just, it was an impressive outing by Vlad. And it's going to be interesting to see what this rookie does years from now. I mean, he hit 91 home runs. If you're wondering how that would compare to any Oriole player, the Orioles as an entire team this season have hit 108 home runs. So that's how many Vlad hit, almost 20 short of uh, what the Orioles have hit this season. And I know he passed three or four teams in their totals for this season. The prior record for total home runs was 61, so 30 times. And I know there's a lot of hype with Vlad crushing the ball in the minors before he was coming up. Uh, We haven't seen that power in the majors yet from him, but I know there's been talk about the power. So, okay, I'll give him that. But come on, 91 home runs. The ball's juiced. We know the ball's juiced. It's always been juiced. Even the different multicolored T-Mobile balls today, they were all juiced. They were flying out there way too easily, way too deep, way too far. Uh, The ball's juiced. And baseball is trying to just not care. Like, I don't know. They got past steroids. Remember, the steroid era was really good for baseball. Uh, Until they got caught and until the whole pull in front of Congress and Palmero pointing his finger and everything, the McGuire-Sosa battles for home runs, that was a lot of fun. We all know that was because of steroids. But that was a lot of fun. And is baseball trying to recreate that same thing now with the juice balls? Seems like it. Because it's not. As the Home Run Derby was saying, they kept bringing up, oh, well, these people today have just natural power. And these men are built to hit home runs. And there's some of that, sure. They're, They're definitely, workouts are different than the 70s and 80s. But this reminds me an awful lot of the steroid era with that home run ball just flying out there. So it's it's interesting. I know they say the ball is not juiced. I know there's pitchers that say the ball is juiced. So we'll just have to wait and see. But baseball seems to be happy about the home runs. I enjoyed the home run derby. But I don't know if the juice ball has made it more exciting or less exciting. Don't know. We'll see. Um... I do think that I this is the first year where I've decided that I like the clock. The clock's always bugged me because I've always liked the 10 outs rule. And that's just old school. But I, the clock was a lot of fun this year. So I'm all in now for the clock. It's the first time I remember a DJ. I don't know if they've done that previous years. It's the first time I've at least had the Home Run Derby on early enough to see DJ Irene introduced. And then all the players introduced as if they're at WWE uh, WrestleMania. And I don't care about all that stuff, but hey, whatever you got to do to keep the game modern. It's amazing how the Home Run Derby is such an exciting thing. And it's at this point, it may be more exciting and something people care more about than the All-Star game that's played tomorrow or today, as I record this the night before. But uh, it's crazy to think that how big of a deal the Home Run Derby is and how people really get psyched up to it, for it. But it makes sense because we all grew up as kids and we all want to do our own little home run derby. At the beginning of the baseball season, we did a wiffle ball home run derby on 336 and other shows. The home run derby is always fun and it's 
a chance to see our major league players act like children and go through the thing that we all did. They grew up as kids playing a home run derby. That's what made it so cool that Pete Alonso's brother was pitching to him because you, I guarantee, based on my life with Matt and I and competition of brothers, you know that as kids they had home run derbies against each other. That's just what you do. And it's an awesome story to be able to do this on the pro level with your brother there. Even if you had a few rough pitches that made things look questionable for you when he was pitching tight inside or losing some outside. Either way, you got there, you won, and you did it as brothers. So I enjoyed the home run derby a lot this year. But let's just all accept that the juice ball seems to be the future of Major League Baseball.